Yeah. All right, let's go. Well, here I am with a vast, large crowd in a cavernous space. Can you hear me back there? <laughs> yeah. I'll stand up if I have to, but my legs are there. Um, again, you've heard this before, but it's to me it's important. Uh, a couple of things, like the direction, in other words, the message isn't coming from me, going to you, yeah, it's coming from whatever, going to whatever, yeah. If you hear about whatever, it doesn't go anywhere. But if whatever hears about you, it can go somewhere. Yeah, so there's one. Non-duality is just a negation, yeah, it's negating two. Two, uh, well, you can say the two of duality, but then you can also say the two of du dualism, which is there's seeing and then there's the seer seeing. Yeah, so suddenly the seeing triggers the mental state to interpret it as there's a noun that's seeing and there's the object that's being seen. So this would be the subject I'm seeing, I'm the seer, and, I'm, and you're the seeing. So there's, that's the second two, right? Subject, object. And in a way, even in this situation, you switch all day. Sometimes in the thought system, the thought system thinks about you as an object sometimes, and sometimes you as the object feels like the thinker, which would be the sense of being the subject, yes? So the, the duality and the dualism, that's why non-duality is negating. There's nothing, there is no non-duality. In a sense, yeah, there's just there's just a negation of what seems to be happening here because this what's happening here is the is is reality uh, participating in, in in its own obscuring, yeah. So reality starts looking at things through a tunis, like through bifocals. So the eye of vision or the true vision is awareness. But this, like, of course, would say these eyes, the, uh, your vision is wholly independent of the eyes that see the world. The eyes that see the world are like bifocal glasses. They see two things. They see two. Yeah? The subject, object. They don't see what's happening, which is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, or if you want to say consciousness. They see it. They, there's a translation of that into see or seeing, hear or heard. Yes, taste or tasted. That's what non-duality is negating. As simple as that. Yeah, and it's so obviously available. So it's not like you have to search for the secret manual. You see it. You can see how during the day the thought system's thinking about you as an object, like critiquing. You know what? You know you should have been nicer yesterday. Whatever. Yeah. That is an object, and then there's a thinking of someone else, and you, then you're cast as a subject. But the same body, the, the body is, is being attributed both, yeah? So sometimes, and then all the time, this body is an object to you, while you are believing you're the subject, yeah? But see, at this very moment that you believe you're the subject, I see you as an object. So that, to me, that's the duality here. Yeah? Duality out here, and then dualism, this little activity. Yeah? Yeah. So there's seeing, and then seeing demonstrates here five different gates. 
And then there's the gate, the sixth gate that Buddhism says, which is the, the mind see, uh, hearing thoughts, you know. So there's these six gates, and there's so there's all, all of this is verbing, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, thinking, whatever, yes? Yet, what somehow, something that claims it, claims the seeing, turns it into see or seeing, yeah? So the seeing is used to verify the seer and the seen because the seer and the seen can't verify itself because there isn't one. There aren't a seer and seen, yeah? They, they're de the seer and seen is derived from the seeing, yeah? It's not the seer isn't seeing, the seeing is claimed and then the seer is derived from the seeing. Yeah, you see it? Simple. So the verbing is the verbing is happening, and then there's an inferring of a noun. But when the noun is inferred, it thinks it's doing the verbing. See, this is the little switcheroo. It's just incredible. And it all the only way it can seem to happen is in with time. Time is the main ingredient of the magic trick. Yeah, because <laughs> obviously, if this if you would call this let's say the starting of time would be being awake, your conscious, yeah? Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. It's not demonstrating any effort or thought to see or feel, taste, and touch, is it? No, it doesn't get exhausted seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. It seems to have a huge amount, infinite amount of uh, supply of whatever is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. There's no drought or no like season where there's less seeing, you know, there's just, yeah, all right. So, so that would be obvious, yeah, that that's why we're, we, we're of that, let's say, <laughs> because our whole basis of living is of that, yeah. Then an idea comes later, yeah. The mental state hatches an idea that, all right, the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yeah, isn't, it is, implies your nature, which is of being of a body. And suddenly the body now becomes the nature where the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is coming from, when it's not coming from a body, it's coming from no thing, let's say, yeah? Yeah, it's a pretty incredible little switcheroo. Because it has to, how is it gonna hide in plain sight consciousness? I mean, because consciousness is before the trick, you see? Consciousness is before, and then the mental trick presupposes its idea to be before the consciousness, and then suddenly we become unconscious of the fact that we're awake or we're conscious. You know, yeah, that's incredible. So, but the consciousness is there, and then there's something arises. That something arises just implies, hey, uh, there's someone who's conscious, and so it flips it, it, it presupposes itself before, and then suddenly that which is before becomes after, yeah, and you become the new nature, you know, you become the Alpha and the Omega, you become the beginning and the end, yeah, as a body, yeah, even though there's so much cognitive dissonance because you're, you're a moving in two direction thing. Sometimes you're thought as an object, sometimes you're thought of as, as a subject, or feel as, like a subject, yeah? So it's like, how are you gonna marshal those two things to go anywhere? Or as like in Zen and 
famous thing called faith mind. He says you can't use activity to produce stillness. So this is activity, yeah? Obviously. The mental state is whirring like unbelievable, and it's going in, it's got two different directions, yeah? Like the head says, I want to go on that retreat, but when you get there as an object, it sucks. I don't want to sit on a couch cushion for 13 hours. My fucking ass is killing me. So then the object overrides the subject that signed up for the fucking retreat. <laughs> you know, the subject's thinking, I'm going to become more like I want to be by doing these two weeks. The body can't understand, why the fuck am I... He's sharing a room with someone I don't know and I'm sitting on my ass 14 hours. It's hurting like crazy. <laughs> so how is it, you know, you can't even, it's like, it's like having the union and the confederacy. <laughs> They're going in opposite directions in this one seeming holistic, separate, independent entity. Yeah, so non-duality is just a negation of that. Why does it come to that? Why does it finally arrive because there, there was a fundamental mistake that had a lot of stubbornness, which was we were, we were always leaving the shore to arrive at another shore. Yeah, and this is where I got that idea of uh, having never left, because one of the attainments when you attain the other shore, it's based on, on having never left. You see, so there was no attaining. You never reached the other shore because when you seemingly reach the other shore, it tells you you never left. <laughs> yeah. There was there was a there was there was a seemingly so that you were somewhere else. Yeah, and then you were gonna take this very huge Homeric Odyssey to get to the other shore always being pulled back to the other one. But if you actually ever get to the other shore, it tells you that you've attained it by having never left. You had never gone anywhere. Yes, this is not duality to me. It's trying to cut off at the beginning because if you try to cut off like in the middle or near the end, that's part and parcel of the fucking trip. Yes, because at that point, there's you're the you that you're not trying to cut off trying to get to the other shore. That's part of, got, you know, getting to the other shore. Yeah. So this non-duality just tries to cut it before it even takes root. Or it can, it can flower as much as it wants, but it just negates its reality, in a sense, by claiming not to. Yeah, the famous Zen thing called faith mind, mind that's what the, the guy yells out at the end, not to, just not to. You know, he would say many things like, you know, you don't have to search for the truth, just stop cherishing your own freaking opinions. I threw freaking in there, yeah? He's constantly talking about the dynamic that we call us is the, is the obscuring agent. So you can't use that which is obscuring to obscure, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's a fundamental uh, denominator of all these mystical and spiritual equations, they're gonna be negated by this. Yeah, so why not just start there? All right, so that's non-duality and the message, thrown for this and that, that is. And then basically, with this thing I was, I walked in, I did a talk, this is about the people who've been listening to this on the internet, this like the fourth time. It's gonna run out, don't worry, I'm losing interest, don't worry. 
But I went in yoga studio, had a talk. You know, they had a wall, and the lady had trans uh, translated a famous yogic mantra. It wasn't done many different ways, so. But in this way, it just said, gone, 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 uh, to attain the other shore, attaining the other shore uh, upon uh, on having never left. Yeah, so I said, all right, well, let's just switch it. Let's put the statement on having never left and see how much gone, gone, gone's going to happen. He's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> so, on having never left has a palpable feeling to the action figure while I'm sitting here. Yeah? Because the action figure is in movement. It's in time. Time. There isn't a thing called time. It's an activity. Yeah? It's in that movement. It's so used to be in the movement, it doesn't know the current. Yeah? But by its absence, it can sort of get ahead of it. Yeah? So, when it... When it this little statement triggered a lot of that, which is the action figure goes on. Having never left, I can feel the tide that's been pushing all day. Yeah? How the action figure's just driven to the next thing, or whatever, on and on and on and on and on and on and on. All in a way with the hope of arriving, basically. You could call it a lot of different destinations, but you could basically say the intent is to arrive at a better condition, nice little food, whatever it is. But then all of that could be just totally chilled out if you had the sense on having never left, well... <laughs> but then what motivates all the activities? Oh, there's plenty of motivation. There's plenty of motivation. It's built in. But to put a little, I mean, the froth on the motivation, it could be skimmed off quite a lot. Yeah? <laughs> You're going to be moving. You're an action figure. Yeah, you're gonna, you're, you're wound up. It's not, we're not talking to this. This isn't, this isn't the target of the message. It's to what we are, yeah. So when what we are sees on having never left, there's sort of like an exhale in the action figure. Gets a little different, a deeper breath, it's chilled out a little bit, yeah. And then it gets a little taste of wow, of ofness, so to speak. Because everything, all its effects, it believes it has to do or arrive at or get. Yeah, it doesn't see the possibility of inherent condition. It doesn't see that there's an inherent okayness, not as, as this, but from this. You know? Yeah, yeah. So this is, to me, the message. And then to stick with that direction, just to have, it's like a switcheroo where. Like a guy once was talking and he was using the word selfing, but he was calling it Pauling, you know? And he says, all right, Paul, on a good day, how much are you Pauling? Maybe 80%, 60%, 10%, and on a bad day, 100% Pauling, you know? Paul's Pauling, I said, no, 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 no. You've got it off, you got to rotate it. There's Pauling, and then that implies the Paul. Yeah? When it works, you feel it like it's Paul Pauling. You see it? It's a perfect example. He had, he had the noun before the verb. When the, it's the selfing that implies, is used to imply the self. It's not the self that's selfing. Yeah? The selfing is used to imply the self. You see it? Yeah. It's like a rotate. So if you rotate, you'll see it. 
And that little glimpse, it's sort of like in, remember the movie The Matrix and the cat would walk by the door twice, the threshold, and they realized, oh, there's a fucking ripple in the, in the dreaming. It gets, you know, it, when something did, did it twice, it was like a little earth. That would give a lot, a recognition that it was, that this is dreaming. Yeah, the same, same. The rotation is you see it from when you, you see it from the verbing and then you see the nouns are all made up. Instead of seeing it from the noun and then having a feeling that you did all the fucking verbing. Yeah. It's sort of like, and then when it goes like that, when the horse is in front of the cart, the trip feels differently as this. Yeah. You travel lighter. Yeah. So I feel this is an expression, not a cause. And it's really not the target of the message, ever. Yeah, this is what we talk about to what we are. We do not talk to what we're not about what we are. We talk to what we are about what we're not. That's, the, that's direction. To me, that's clear direction. Yeah, and then stay with that and don't fall into the thing of... <laughs> Flipping it over and then start, okay, you're going to have to do this and do that. No, just let the seamlessness stay in place and see where it takes us, you know. But if, if the correction is, is of you and, and let's say in this little moment of time you're ready for it, it can be like the last answer in this place, yeah. The last answer, and that's a damn good answer in this place of time and always having to be moved to the inexorable departure, you know what I mean? To have, to have that main topic of your existence, which is what's going on here, just put the freaking rest for a long period of time to the point where it's crowned like the last answer, which negates any need for any other answer concerning the topic. It is unbelievable. That's a damn good answer. Yeah? Yeah? It would simplify things a lot. It does, very much so. You stop looking for what can't be found. You do. You know, there's a lot of effects here. Now, do the effects, do the effects uh, authenticate that? Doesn't matter. There can be no effects. The mind has seen something, yeah? It doesn't matter how much attention and interest goes into the little action figure. That's like a 90-year breath that never fucking happened, really. Yes? The mind has gotten a sense of itself or its own nature, and it's, not, it's never going to, you know, it may seem like it's still fooled because this little, this is, you've signed up for this ride. This is the ride, the body. Yeah, the ride is a dualistic nature. You think you, you're lost and you hope to be found. You think you can be... You don't have love, or this and that, that you need things, and you da da da. It's like a huge ride. Now, there's some joy to be found in it, but the ride can be so good that you'll really want to get off the fucking ride, but you paid for the full admission. Yeah. So, and it's difficult to get off the ride as the ride. Yeah. A car is never going to get out of a car, but the passenger could easily get out of a car. Yeah. A car can never get out of itself, but a passenger can. 
<laughs> the car never sees the windows and the door latch because it calls it me. It calls the car. It doesn't see the ways out. Yeah. But a passenger will. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's how I see it tonight. It's just like when AA we say, Rule 62, you know, don't take yourself so seriously. And if you're not the, if you're not the self, then you won't because you'll lose interest in it. The only the drive, the interest is constantly driven there because it's sort of about you. That's the only thing that's keeping that light on on the topic, really. Yeah. The spotlight is just trained because it's about you. If it isn't about you, the spotlight starts checking things out, yes? <laughs> yeah. And then this theater, this little play, still goes on, but it's, it's, it's not blotting out the whole context of everything. Yes, it's just a little small little show amongst many small shows. Yeah. I mean, if you, if, if this thing hits you, you'll know it, you know, in a sense. It will reverberate for quite a while. It's like a drum, you hit it once and it just keeps drumming, it never needs to be hit again. You're onto something, you know, it's just, it's reverberation is uh, constantly maintained by in and of its own nature. It's just being what it is, which is aware, you know. I would say most of us are trying not to be aware, really. It's too much for us. Because we're aware of something all day, and that of something is the self, you know, really. And we'd really love to get a fucking vacation from it. But we want to get a vacation from it as a self. <laughs> that could just continues the obsession. Yeah, you're thinking the spiritual odyssey, it's some, you could see it in some ways as complete obsession with self. Completely. You know, it's, you, know you, you sign up for a two-year course to study self, that could be seen as obsession with self. Mm -hmm. But if you see it as something other than you, like Dojin said, one of his things, I think he starts it off, he has a long, it's a long thing, but I like just the beginning where it says, you know, to study Buddhism is to study the self, and the study of the self is to forget the self. Yeah, because if you study it, you'll see you're not that. Yeah. And if you're not that, you're going to lose interest in it. Just like we have the example of that, that, that formula millions of times in this life. If it's not about me, I fucking lose interest in a lot of shit. <laughs> the only thing that's sustaining interest is it's got to be about me. So, can you imagine? That which is sustaining that interest about being you, if you could lose interest in that, it would be cool. Yeah. There's still plenty of it around. This is not meant to be, this isn't a chariot of the gods, yeah. This is an expression to me. And it has its limitations. You know, to me, high levels of action figure expressions are compassion, empathy, service. Yes. That kind of stuff. It can reach those, but it's severely limited in a lot of ways. It's a ride. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> yeah. Just, so yes, that was nice. Eh? Keep it at that. Shut it off. Awesome.